Reed, I wanted to ask you about this writer's strike that's going on in yeah, Hollywood yeah. right now. Because you saw that the, the SAG actors joined in with the, the Writers of America, whatever. So now there's pretty much every writer's on strike. For the first time since the 1960s, both the writers and the actors have joined together, which is a big deal. But let me just say a side note. That's why I fucking hate Hollywood. They're also fucking fake. They act like they're all together, whatever. You mean to say you guys haven't combined forces? The writers and the actors haven't even combined forces since the 60s, since before they allowed black people into unions? Yeah. Like- People yeah. just, I, I, I know it gets me, but I'm happy they're doing this. And I think what's going on right now is a way bigger, and this happens every now and then. Sometimes we have big moments and we know they're big moments, right? Yeah. When the Capitol got stormed, we're like, holy shit, <laughs> this is a big deal. Other things happen like Amazon being invented and we look back at it being a giant big deal. But back then it was just a bald guy, balding guy with an online bookstore. So I think this is closer to the Amazon side on the sliding scale okay. because- it's a really, really significant thing going on because not only is it arguing things like how much does a stream cost, which will affect everyone in the industry, even us, but it then gets into the first major AI argument we're having. And it's yeah. going to be an argument that's going to be had in every single industry. So I think a lot of precedences are going to be set for yeah. other people to follow, you know? Because the big thing they want is protections from AI, right? Yeah, because there's the... The, the studios are saying things like we should be able to pay you 200 bucks, scan your likeness mm. and then use your image and your acting or whatever in perpetuity, never needing to hire you. Again. Like, what are they talking? How did they think that was going to fly? I have no idea, bro. And I think that, I think at the end, I don't know too much about it, but I think at the end of the day, it's going to come back to bite these, these, these executives in the ass because I mean, listen, AI grows and learns, right? But AI comes up with like the most bland cliche yeah. storylines ever. And so like, even if they do event, even if AI definitely eventually does evolve and comes up with better storylines, they can only be so good, you know? Yeah. Like writers exactly. have like a very unique, a unique aspect of the way they can write. And I feel like, I don't know what the end goal is, but I'm a little worried because I mean, I personally love TV shows and movies and I'm like a little worried that it's going to really suffer if they don't come to a good conclusion with these writers. Well, it's guaranteed to already suffer. Yeah. Cause I mean, one thing that I'm sure a lot of people haven't thought about, but like a lot of our favorite TV shows, we're not going to get for a while. No, no. I mean, these actors, this, they can't even make appearances on podcasts. They have to cancel all public appearances, no Sundance, no Comic-Con. Like really? All, yeah, everything. They cannot show themselves publicly on any platform. Like everything is getting canceled. And it's funny you mentioned that because again, like someone that works in entertainment, you realize the things that you watch today were most likely made a month ago. Like, there's so many videos I'm working on right now that yeah. I, that get that, that they, for the show. Mm. I mean, our, I, our clips can only come out so fast. Right. And so yep. we're usually three episodes ahead of the clips or something like that. So you're, that's exactly right. That's again, kind of why it's on the Amazon side of the sliding scale. Cause like, this is a big deal. We're just not seeing the repercussions yet. Yeah. hundred percent. everything is done as a big star Wars fan. Like, Baby Grogu can't even fart on cam now. Like he what? He can't even fart on camera now. Like they can't write anything into the plot. Like he's he's not coming back. The movies. I know. I'm saying like Stranger Things. Stranger Things can't come because it's the final season and everyone's really excited for it. It's supposed to come out sometime next year. It may not come out next year. It's going to be a real strange show. That's bro, those kids are going to be older than us by the time that <laughs> shit comes out. Their kids are going to be. That's what I'm saying. They're going to have eight. Eleven's going to be pregnant. <laughs> Be, we're going to call this one one something yeah, like right? that. She's going to have like two kids like mommy, mommy, we want to go to the playground. She's like, shut up. <laughs> 11. 
come back with stretch marks or something like that. 11 bro. kids. <laughs> <laughs> 11. <laughs> cheaper, yeah. cheaper by the 11. I know. Cause we were, we already had a lot of our, our favorite TV shows and movies delayed with COVID. And now we have this. So I don't know. These executives got to figure it out because they're getting a little greedy. Yeah. Again, you know, much of I'm, I love Bob Iger. I'm a big fan of Bob Iger, but he's not been making himself look like the best Cause it's true. He makes like $43 million a year and they're making all these cuts and he's saying they need to like toughen up. I I will also say I'm not the super liberal on the end of like, they're the CEO of giant companies. They weren't just handed that position. You know, like they, I think they should make a lot of money. I just don't think that their people below them should suffer. If that makes sense. Oh, hundred percent. You know? Um, yeah. I mean, he, he, you got, he, I guess he has to just look at the bottom line. And if the company has too much fat, he's got to cut it. He's yeah. got to make it lean. And when you get that high up, it, it becomes almost sociopathic. Oh, it does. Yeah, for sure. And it, and it just, it also, it just, I mean, life is just not fair. Right. But it does suck to, you know, be working for Disney for years and years and years, super hard. And then you get laid off. He's like, sorry, we just don't have the money for you. And then goes and gives Pat McAfee over a hundred yeah. million dollars to do a yeah. podcast, you know? Yeah. But then again, we got to remind the people he's not being given a hundred million dollars or whatever. They, they're literally giving that to him because they think they're going to get more money back. Well, he's going to be a money maker. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That, I mean, yeah, exactly. That's how business works. That's capitalism. And but, that's why I've been talking about the, the, the making your own stuff and the individuality is so important because more and more of these yeah. companies are just taking people like Pat McAfee who did this again. I'm not trying to be a hater, but like this whole podcast stuff, everyone actually, they came out in the mud and like Pat McAfee, great. He's amazing at what he does and it's not easy to do what he's done. But the man was like in the NFL. He was a millionaire. <laughs> like he had a base to start his show with. He had friends that could come on. Like, yeah, he was a, he was a personality before he even left the NFL. Yeah. Again. Even, and people forget Joe Rogan was the host of fear. Yeah, Factor. Joe Rogan was a, <laughs> Famous comedian. I'm just saying. It's remember, a lot. Remember Joe Rogan's first podcast stream? He was like, wow, we have 5,000 people in here. It was still like a shit yeah. ton of people. Before live streaming was even a thing. He's like, yeah. oh yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. That shows you how ridiculous his numbers are now because he oh, talks yeah. about how he came from the dirt and it's like, only what top 1% could pull the numbers Joe Rogan got in his first episode today. 100%, yeah. <laughs> um, anything else with the Actors Guild I wanted to say? No. Uh, did you know a pair of Obama's sneakers are selling for $25,000? He had two custom pair of Nike Hyperdunks. Remember the Hyperdunks back when we were in high school? He has two sets of Nike Hyperdunks. One's on sale for $25,000 that were like custom made by Nike with little president's emblem on them. Like, so you know they're legit. <laughs> Wait, so what? These are just ones he wore? Yeah, he just wore them. And his like, shoes have the, the presidential emblem? Yeah, they like Nike made him some like custom ones. So, Bro, I didn't even think of that. If I was president, I would have the most ridiculous merch. Oh my God. I'd hit up every company be like, so um, what do you guys got for me? Bro, I would have like the, the full Nike s- skiing outfit just with like my presidential emblem <laughs> on it. I would have like a... Literally every sport, I would have like the, the presidential medal of freedom line. <laughs> Obama and a Nike tech with like the little eagle on it or something like that. Speaking he's of Obama and like the hoochie mom fit. Yeah, right. <laughs> Obama, Obama was like killing the game if he he's got, got the like free the, merch. Fa- the fade. <laughs> do you think the president gets sent free merch the same way celebrities do? Like, I mean, I remember, well, this, like I remember, uh, uh, what's the ball, the dad's name, the balls, Lonzo Ball's dad. Uh, LeVar, Ball. LeVar. I remember LeVar Ball said when Trump got, or Trump tried to help get uh, LaMelo out of China, uh, 
LeVar said that he sent the oh, pair yeah. of the, the big baller shoes to the White House, but he said the wrong address, so I don't know if it ever got there. But <laughs> <laughs> Imagine mis- misaddressing the... <laughs> That's funny. You want to know one thing I like about us? I'm what? thinking about while we talk, maybe because I've just been editing podcasts, all not ours, but like just doing that for days and days and days. You know how good we are that we don't talk over each other that much? Like we all have our moments, but like I can't tell you because lots of people don't like to do like that's why Joe Rogan makes people wear headphones and best believe he makes them. Yeah. Is because you can then hear yourself better. Like I did radio for years, so we all wore headphones. It is easier. Yeah. But it just doesn't look that good. And I'm just using this moment to kind of big us up that we are that we, we, we don't really, and you guys can tell us at home, you know, if you think so, but I hate it because every like clip I need to do for a podcast and stuff and these captions and what do you put on the captions when they're both talking at the same time? And also you cut up clips. So like shocker, everything in clips isn't maybe the exact order it happens in the full show. So it's like, if you cut yeah. it up and someone else's voice is underneath it, just, yeah. I don't know why I thought about that. I just wanted to big us up again. No, that's a good point because I, so for example, if you watch a clip from Bill Maher's podcast, yeah, half the comments are people asking him to stop talking over his guests. Well, Bill Maher, you know, we're the, we'll build, again, number one Bill Maher fans over here, but yeah, Bill Maher has a problem doing that. That can make something totally unwatchable. Oh, for sure. For sure. Especially in podcasting because like, if you're someone who's into video and you're into editing or any aspect of it, one of the things we forget so much as video professionals, because we get so focused on like the camera and the lighting, and that's important. But audio is just as important to video, if not more important in some circumstances. Yeah. Like no matter how good your video quality is, if it sounds like it's coming out of like a 12 year old shot speaker mm-hmm. in a sedan, like it's not going to. I'm not going to listen. You're not going to listen to it, right? So again, I'm really bad. That's why, I, honestly, again, I'm just taking this moment to big us up. One of the biggest accomplishments I've found with this show, and I've taken this into like my my work at overtime too, is that like I've come up with a specifically mixed way to improve our vocals. Like if you guys heard our, our raw vocals versus what now, yeah, it's so different. And I'm actually like super hyped by about our show's audio quality and it's like a signature audio quality too because I'm like. Did yeah, it you got an amazing talent, my guy. Hey, no, I didn't mean it like that, but I just no, meant you like- you do, you do. I appreciate it. Like our show is- I think you deserve credit for, when people watch this, everything you see is read. Well, I like, appreciate you're, it. You're okay. doing I, everything. <laughs> Me and Quinn just it. show up. I appreciate that, man. <laughs> How old does a man have to be until it's weird that he refers to women as girls? This girl. As girls. Like, oh, I met this girl. I'm like, bro, you're 29? 27? Yeah, I don't know. Because I'm thinking people around our age, it's not weird. But maybe, I feel kind of weird saying it now. I'm not going to lie. But at the same time, I'm in this weird spot because I feel weird saying woman too. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like, yeah, I don't know, bro. Uh, maybe what, it's also more of a, our generation thing. Older generations didn't say girl as much. They'd say woman. You yeah, know? yeah. Uh, but they also didn't say like. Didn't say like after every word. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. It's kind of like how for a long time you would call people that you met or knew or when you tell a story about someone, you call them kid. Like, oh, oh this kid, my God. this kid would do that. I did that till I was probably 24 years old. <laughs> okay. It's so funny you mentioned that. And obviously I'm not going to say who they are because it's their business, but there's someone in my life right now who they refer to everyone as kids still. I'm like, you're a grown ass person. <laughs> I use it. Don't, don't call me kid. I'm not a kid. You know what's funny? I had to make a conscious effort to stop saying that because really? I realized I was getting so old and I was still calling them kid. 
See, in the places that I've grown up, that was never a thing, though. So is that like more of a northeastern kind of thing? Because I mean, like Miami be. and California, I never heard. I mean, yeah. Miami, I heard jit a lot. You heard jit? Yeah, that was what they did a lot. Yeah, because we're in Philly, we heard John. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but kid wasn't a thing. Um, right, kid. Yeah, no, that actually, I'm thinking when I grew up, kid was like a very common thing to yeah, say. It must yeah. be a northeastern thing. Yeah, I think so. Um, <laughs> phone blowing up. No. Um, all right, so the first thing I wanted to get to, my guy, was this cool story. Of course, we are the philosophical minds of the future, the ones leading the next generation into tomorrow. Yeah. On none other than today. Yeah. I saw this cool video, and you guys are watching it now, of a scientist who basically took electric wires and hooked it up to a plant and somehow were able to take the registered signals that came from that plant and they used those wires to then control a knife. So it's just a video of, of a plant just wielding a machete. <laughs> and I was like, hmm, obviously not the most productive way to help with plants, but it made me think, do you think in like 800 years from now, we are going to look at plants the same way that we used to look at animals 800 years ago? Because a thousand years ago, a lot of people didn't even think animals had souls, had this, had that, like, like yeah. We overly, maybe not overly, but we're very compassionate nowadays to animals compared to how they used to be. Mm-hmm. But we're not nearly as compassionate about plants. I wonder in the future, is that going to be the shift? Like even stepping on a dog's foot's punishable by death, but like you also need to be nice to plants because they have feelings too. Bro, what are vegans going to eat? We're going to have to- We have don't to- need them. That was the whole point. That's the whole- na- You know what <laughs> natural selection is? is That's like the benefit it, of this? It happens a little slower, but- <laughs> Yo. <laughs> I don't know because I'm thinking about it now. And, I, and right now, I would feel bad if I killed the Venus flytrap because there's just something about them that's very alive to me. Yeah, the mouth. You know when they when the fly gets in there? Oh, yeah. Gawk, gawk 5,000. Bro. We could be doing a lot of stuff with plants in, in 800 <laughs> years. Who knows? But I also say that to say, bro, is I've been reading a lot of studies recently and just seeing videos on them and stuff about how we're finding more and more information about plants and about how they're way more, and surprise, I think everything in our world we learn more about, but like how much more advanced and alive they are, that they communicate through large neural systems, that they help out other plants that are dying, that they do actually, in fact, they think maybe feel stuff. Yeah. You know, I read a, uh, <laughs> actually read this study about, uh, muscles and clams and those kind of, uh, and, uh, all those kind of true man of sex those, those shellfish. What, I don't even know what you'd call those. No, you call them, uh, aphrodisiacs. Yeah. What do you call them? The oysters and all that, whatever. Expensive. That, that type of, uh, f- that those guys, they apparently they're saying might be, uh, less intellectual than plants are. So they're actually like Ooh. a lower life form than plants. And they actually, in, in the study said, <laughs> they're actually, this is mad funny. They said <laughs> in the study, not they probably most likely don't feel pain. And that pain to them is actually maybe a different sensation, one they may enjoy. And I was like, oh shit, little kicky little motherfucker. I was like reading the study and then I read that part. I was like, yo, <laughs> the oyster's a little freaky, guys. <laughs> Eat me, daddy. Yeah, what the fuck? I was like, damn. There are lobsters in that? equation no 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 not i said shellfish but not shellfish not crabs and lobsters 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 and crabs are actually surprisingly smart i was gonna um, say maybe the lobster screaming when you put it in the boiling pot is like a scream we all <laughs> thought it was bad but it was like no yeah yeah it likes it yeah lobsters are crazy bro lobsters are well they're not immortal but they can if they didn't die from that uh molding the thing they do uh is it molding i forget but if they didn't die from that 
and they obviously from a predator, they could live a really fucking long time. And we need more lobsters. Bro, we actually do. Why? I think it's so annoying because they're delicious. Oh, I think that's so annoying that lobsters were served to prisoners a few hundred years ago, but now it's like this delicacy that I got to pay $60 for. Well, they do look like insects. I'm not a big fan of lobster. And my family from Halifax will get mad at me, but I'm not the biggest fan of lobster. Oh, it was molting, not molding. No. <laughs> molting. Look at me just checking you with the facts. Bro, I'm, hold, I'm holding his feet to the fire, right? <laughs> lobster, you, you don't like lobsters, Reed? No, I'm, but I'm also kind of a, on the pickier side of eating. Do you like like, uh, like like crab legs, any no. sort of food like that? Like dip, no. could, See, I feel like you would like it because you dip it in butter. Oh, and you're trying so to say good. I'm a butter guy? Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> we have a lot of butter in our fridge. <laughs> it's not <laughs> I you guys, it. I know. <laughs> Um, yeah, I just, again, if I'm getting, and this is what everyone wants, I'm sure at the top of the show, but like my psyche pass, again, it's not a cop out. I'm trying to get better at eating more food. But like when I was a kid, I was allergic to everything, including sell shellfish. I couldn't eat shellfish, fish, put it in the bingo card. Hey, yo, the oysters would love that. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't eat shellfish. I couldn't eat eggs. I couldn't eat peanuts. I still can't eat peanuts. I couldn't eat like milk, I think. So those like first five years, some people even think the first four years of a human are the most important. And then you're just kind of on, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say autopilot, but you just kind of follow the momentum of those four years. And during that time, I didn't eat anything different. Right. Oh, and yeah. so not again, that sounds like such a, such a childish cop out, but if we're like Freudian mm-hmm. trying to understand where I come from, this is maybe why I'm more of a picky eater. No, that definitely makes sense because you also, if you do that, and I don't mean it's like no offense, no offense, but you don't develop the palate for the other stuff. <laughs> no, for real, it's like if, no, it's one hundred percent true. If someone never drank wine and then you gave it to them when they were thirty years old, they probably like, this is disgusting. Yeah, but then you know people who drink wine, and then all of a sudden they're sommeliers and can name this and yeah. that, and they love it. So it, I mean, a lot of foods are acquired tastes for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, luckily, oh, I was gonna luckily, say, I was, yeah, real quick, I was gonna say I don't think I was in love with lobster when I was eight years old. You know. That would have been a funny like thing you want. Yeah, right. I actually hated eggs. I mean, I still don't, I like eggs and I eat them because they're good for you, but I hated eggs till I was like 19, 20. Did you have a bad experience with them? No, I just hated, just hated them. I just thought they were bad, but maybe I, I maybe I never had good eggs, you know? What's a good egg? Mm, I would say like a solid over easy egg with the right seasoning on it is a good egg. Okay. I, think I was just always given like shitty scrambled eggs and stuff, you know? No. All right. So next morning we have together. Now I know I'm gonna cook what I'm cooking you. <laughs> <laughs> Knock on your door. <laughs> yeah. I got some turkey bacon or bacon. Ooh. Let's go bacon. Really? Yeah. I like bacon. I've, again, this is not like a moral, but I've been kind of trying to like not eat pork. Yeah. Not like purposefully, but it just, it's tough to digest. Yeah. It just makes me feel sick. The older I'm getting now. Like yeah. I, yeah. No, I noticed that too. Do you think that <laughs> I was saying, do you think the U S missed the chance to be, to educate Americans on health more during the COVID crisis? Because uh, I would look around and really what I saw was them trying to get people to get vaccinated. And a lot of times trying to convince them with food but not good food. It was like Bill de Blasio sitting up there being like, you can have a free Shake Shack meal if you get vaccinated or be like, oh, you get a free, a free large pizza. If you get vaccinated, I was like, that seems kind of counterintuitive. They think we're the stupidest people in the world. Yeah. And it gets insulting so much. 
but I don't think, I think, yeah, for sure. You're nail on the head. We missed that boat. Thanks. But if I want to get real in the bag, bag of what this country's like, again, I love America. I was just having the conversation the other day about with someone who was like saying something about stupid Americans. And I went on my whole spiel about like, are Americans really stupid? Yeah. Right? Like compared to every country, like our country has invented everything from the car to electricity to the internet to ushering in the modern age of democracy. Yeah. Like I get like Americans do stupid things sometimes, but let's like get some perspective. Go to any other country. Let's just do this. I'm getting my America back. Any other country. Let's do like a versus. You know how those were big during the pandemic? Let's do a versus of like the biggest accomplishments your country's done. And the fact that you even have a hard time thinking about another country when ours is only a couple hundred years old. Yeah. Like, let's not do the whole stupid. There are are some stupid Americans, but trust me, France got some idiots too. So does England. And they got worse teeth. So France is a lot. Yeah. And they don't. Yeah. (laughs) Anyways. So, but, but that being said, America has its dark problems and I, think that this has been a plan since the early 1900s. Mm. Like the idea that, for instance, breakfast was an invention just to sell more meat. That breakfast wasn't really a common thing people ate before. Stuff like that. Like I think- Yeah. My theory on breakfast is that it was just more common back in the day because we were more agriculture based. So if you're working out in the fields all day, you had to eat early so that you could. Of course. Yeah. That yeah, was, yeah, that was yeah, how yeah. I always thought of breakfast. But I meant more the propagandized American breakfast being pushed on people of it being- <laughs> cereal and what? We're going to take down big breakfast, bro. Take down big breakfast. Well, Quinn's not here to tell us we live in a corporate hellscape, right? I just love how Quinn also gets, when Lily's not here, Quinn even gets more defined. Like, yeah, I'll stand up just in case Lily sees him. We'll like talk about something and he'll like be sitting there like you can tell him he's getting angry and he'll start shaking his head like, man, we really live in a corporate hellscape. Which um, I feel him on that. Like I, I get depressed lots of times too, but it's just because, I mean, the irony is we have so much smart people in this country that they're the ones that take advantage of the rest of everyone. And like, there's yeah. so many systems in place meant to take advantage of the people that don't know the information they need. And there's a reason why everyone else is smart people come to America, right? Like everyone else has this brain drain and they all come here, you know? It's not for beer and apple pie. I mean, that's part of it, but no, it's, it's an opportunity. Yeah. Like if yeah. you really want to be successful, you come here. But I was just going to say real quick because- like with America and, and health and everything like that, I think a big issue in our healthcare system is, and my doctor girlfriend would totally back me up on this. <laughs> <laughs> big flex. <laughs> no, but um, uh, I just think like a big issue is kind of like the self-care thing. Yeah. Where I think that like uh, when people talk about having like a single payer healthcare system or something along those lines where the government pays for our healthcare, which I, I'm, I'm for that too, but it's just that Americans were just so unhealthy yeah. that we probably couldn't even fit the bill. Because so, because we just have so many health problems and we're always sick and we eat horribly and they don't exercise. So it's like we have all these health problems that probably could be avoided for the most part. Obviously, some can't. And with that, it just makes it like we basically Americans would have to do their part too. Yeah. But why do you think that's the case? Because I have a theory. Why do I think um, that, that, Amer- that we're unhealthy? Yeah, the, yeah the, the, that, that Americans act this way, mm. have been programmed this way. Uh, I think that it's, one, I think it's real. It's too easy to get unhealthy foods, and then I also think in America, a lot of our unhealthy foods that in other countries are also considered unhealthy are way worse here. And what I mean by that is like the FDA approves ingredients in things here that would never be approved even in Canada. Yeah, yeah. So like I always use like a Nutrigrain bar example. If you look at a Nutrigrain bar in America and read those ingredients, and then read it in Canada. Here it's like high fructose corn syrup, red the number worst. 40, yellow number two, uh, like some crazy long thing that sounds like it's like an intense chemical that could kill somebody. Yeah. And then in Canada, what is it? It's like rolled oats, sugar, 
You know what I mean? They can do it, which is even worse. And those taste better than the crappy ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My question more about it isn't just the infrastructure, but it's the mindset. I'm I'm more thinking, why do you think Americans, more Americans don't have the mindset of, I need to take care of myself because no one else will? Because everything about our society, and that is the one problem with America, my biggest issue with America is the healthcare system, for instance. Like Nothing about America says, we got your back. Why do Americans still act like they got their back covered? Yeah. You know, no, that's what do why? What do you think? I think you, think you can't just, sell people that you can't sell self, self accountability. I think mm-hmm. it's capitalism kind of in certain areas is run amok. Like if you, if you go out there, like how do you make money off people being self accountable off people like showing restraint Yeah, off people not doing something and just like mm-hmm. being healthier, to be honest, the only time health, like healthy options aren't that profitable unless you market bad things like Nutrigain as good or yeah. you goop and you sell like $500 like lily pad lotion. Like, yeah, I, I don't think you make money off self accountability. I, I, and I think more and more companies are trying to just find every dollar they can get out of every single person. Yeah. I mean, look at the, the strike that's going on with the, like the writers and the actors and stuff. Yeah. The amount of money they're arguing over should not be enough that it would stop the entire industry that would, that's going to lose people billions of dollars, but they're arguing over it because America just, no one has your back. (laughs) Do I have any more else, anything else I want to cover with you until no. All right, guys, appreciate you guys kicking it with us again. If you haven't already go follow us at tomorrow show today, we'll subscribe to the YouTube channel first, but if you want to do even more, connect with us even more, go to tomorrow show today on TikTok and Instagram are our main platforms. But again, if you want to really support the show, go over to DEOVR. We're going to get that link set up too. So people yeah. can actually go over and not just take my word for it. But we're monetized over there. For the first time, we're actually able to make money off this show to improve it. So if, you, if, if, if you're if you a fan of us, you're a fan of that, we appreciate you for that. Go over there and support us there. Uh, but I guess until then, I'm Reed. I'm Ian. And like always, we'll see you tomorrow. Tomorrow.